a few days after Halloween. Pumpkins dot the doorsteps of the houses here in Bensonhurst, Brooklyn. These are homes, not just houses. They are big. They have wraparound porches and stand large and alone. Their front lawns are littered with toys, bicycles, outdoor furniture. I'm here on a mission to find some prepared foods and ingredients that my grandmother normally buys at a Russian grocery store. Netkost is a Russian supermarket chain with outposts all across South Brooklyn. Where the Soviets go, Netkost follows. At first when I enter, the produce is exactly what I'd expect. Heaps of onions, tomatoes, cucumbers, cabbage. On my left, there's a deli case with salty cured meats and nutty cheeses. They call to me, but I have no idea what to get, or more embarrassingly, what anything is even called. I'm immediately overwhelmed, so I beeline for the bread aisle to find a suitable rye loaf. The options, endless. The logos and descriptions, all in Russian. There's so many different kinds of rye bread, and I don't know which one my grandma normally gets. And I'm very, I can't, it's all in Russian. I can't read any of it. I don't speak Russian, but I feel like I should. My dad and his family immigrated to America in the early 1980s from the then USSR. They fled as Jewish refugees and called New Jersey home for the better part of the last 20 years. Originally, though, they landed in Brooklyn, not too far from where I am today, actually. This place feels both familiar and foreign, and it's jarring. I know the smells, sounds, and sights around me, but I feel indescribably insecure, not Russian enough for the room I'm in. Families, mostly mother-daughter duos, hold court in various aisles, speaking in Russian. I imagine they are debating. Which pickled tomato brand is best? How much farmer's cheese do we really need for the blintzes this week? I filled my basket with things I recognize. Chocolate rugula, a poppy seed loaf, salat olivier, Russian potato salad, three types of pickles, a whole cold smoked herring, and two bags of frozen Russian dumplings, called plimieni. I rely on memory and fake confidence and approach the final boss, the prepared foods bar. The signs are all in English, thankfully, but they're useless. Cabbage salad, beet, cheese pastry. The translations are vague, even I know that. They don't capture the pungent vinegar dressing of the cabbage salad or the sweet honey glaze of the cheese pastry. After debate, I settle on plof, which is a spiced rice pilaf, and on top I nestle a large meat-stuffed cabbage. I decide to treat myself to the cheese pastry. An older woman walks towards me with her cart. She's around my grandmother's age. Her face is soft and wrinkled, and her back is slightly hunched over. She makes my 5'3 frame seem giant. Our carts are head-to-head, and I politely motion for her to go in front of me, praying she doesn't start yelling at me in Russian. Instead... She smiles, softly creasing her blue eyeshadow. We look at one another. She motions sweetly and says, Please, please. One of the few Russian words I do know. Automatopia Sounds Like New York is a production of Columbia Graduate School of Journalism. This episode was written and produced by me, Kira Bowden-Goligorsky. Joanne Ferion is our professor and executive producer. 
Music by Blue Dot Sessions. Special thanks to Peter Leonard.